Now I'm going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour two of Garden Talk on this Saturday. Good morning. How you doing? All right. How about you? Did you see that they're recording me now to put it on the television? I did. <laughs> I did see that. Scary. How do, you, how do you feel about it? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I laughed. I, Hippie last night sends me this email. I don't know. It was like 6.30 or 7 o'clock last night that... That the, 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 the test run went well and they, they want more and they want more of what? I don't even want have any hair left to, to have more, but I guess they like the content. So I guess I have to be on my best behavior every Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell. I won't tell. That's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, in this hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about the importance of watering and uh, more importantly, um, the importance of doing a lot of vital things to your landscape this time of year in the month of September. Talkie, taking your calls. We got David and Don lo- loaded up into the system, ready to talk to them about Brussels sprouts and oak trees. And more importantly, we're ready to talk to each and every one of you at 457-1290 as we begin the second hour of this week's edition of Garden Talk Live with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome back to hour number two of Live with Mark Weber on Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show that uh, I've been doing for a long time, and uh, I'd love to talk to each and every one of you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, and if you would like to be part of today's broadcast, there are Two available phone lines at 457-1290 and in studio. We're just joined by the marvelous meteorologist, Mr. Jesse Mag. Good morning. Good morning. I like the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we have gotten um, very dry. Grossly dry. Um, I was looking last night at the National Weather Service drought index, and we're in that yellow again. And uh, when you get this dry, there's a couple of things that happen. And one of the things that's really fascinating to me is grubs. You know what grubs that eat lawns? Yeah. We've got a huge population of grubs out there right now. Crap. Huge. (laughs) There's only one problem. There's not enough moisture for them to work. Oh, good. Well, well this is this, <laughs> this is where things get dicey because they're all huddled in their little little holes yeah. in the ground, and, and they're in these little pockets in their lawns. And because there's no moisture, they they can't eat, they can't yeah. move, they can't do anything. They're just like frozen in time. And that's the part about insects that's fascinating is that you can kind of like freeze them in time. Yeah. And and they and they have the metabolism to survive. What they're waiting for is it for it to rain. And when it rains, look out. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of grub, grub damage. And, the, and the, so one of the things that we need to share with our listeners is, is that if you go out in your yard or see any place that animals are pulling grass back, skunks do this, raccoons do this, it's a really good indicator you've got a grub issue. Mm. So if you've got raccoons pulling turf grass back or, or, or skunks, and the, and the way you know is raccoons are very organized animals. <laughs> when they pull back sod, they just like professionally pull it back. Huh. They, they're very meticulous in their work. Huh. Well, skunks are very disorganized. It's like a pull a little piece, a little piece here back, a little piece back there, that type of thing. Yeah. So um, either one is a good indicator. So pay attention to your lawn right now. If you're seeing, you know, where the lawn is being pulled apart, okay. 
there's a really good chance you've got land shrimp, so to speak, underneath your lawn. So I've been just obviously knowing what the forecast is. I've been watering daily good, good for, for you. the last several days just because I know I don't see rain anywhere. And I knew yesterday was our best chance for rain, and I didn't get it. So you know, they got a lot of. It looked like up in northern Ohio, they, they my by my mom and dad's house. They got quite a bit. Yeah, they got some good storms. I too. was up there over Labor Day, and it was. My wife said to me, "It's unbelievably green up here." And I said, yeah. "They've got a lot more rain up here than what rain. we have." So I've been watering. Where does that put me? Because I have some neighbors around me that. Their lawns are very unhealthy. Does that like will grubs be attracted to my lawn because it's healthy? They're already there. If they're there, they're there. They're there. They're there. These okay. these these are insects that are the larvae stage of a beetle. Okay. And they move approximately an inch and a half their whole life. Okay. <laughs> they're okay? there. They're there. <laughs> so this isn't about where they get in there to so burrow through it and take out everything. Yeah. This is an insect that it, it literally it's hatches out right and there. stays right there. And as it gets colder in the fall, it'll go deep into the earth. And then in the spring, as it warms up, comes back up again. Gotcha, gotcha. But th- this is the thing. These are root-eating machines. Mm-hmm. They have to accumulate enough energy to get through the winter so but this is where things get scary because we're going later and later in the year if you had grub control applied back in june or july it may be gone Mm -hmm. it may be gone by the time they find their way to your lawn roots in october once we get some rain so do you wait till you see the signs of grubs, then react, or do you put something preventative down? This is where kind of you're going to have yeah. to wait, because if you find, if you've seen skunk, skunk and raccoon activity, it's probably a good adage to get down on your hands and knees and start to look for grubs. If you find them, treat it, and then when you treat it, most of these products require irrigation thereafter. Okay. You can take them out. Take out like 80, 90% of them. Gotcha. But if... <laughs> The longer we wait, even if you treat it, there might be a likelihood that you still have to treat again. Okay. And that's the part where this gets dicey. And that's where um, there's not a lot we can do except wait. But I'll have to look at some examples of what that looks like. Oh, if you, I got pictures up here. Wait, let me okay. show you. If you go to gardentalkblog.com, okay. which is the flagship of this show, I have got a blog post up that I actually show a picture of what skunk damage looks like in a lawn. You ready? Yep. All right. I'll turn the screen to you, okay, Mr. Cool. Jesse Max. See oh, that? Oh, wow. That looks that looks rough. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, what skunks so, do. Okay. So they're messy. Very messy. They're just ripping And you don't up. want to walk into one either. Right. <laughs> but if, if this was raccoons, they would do a much neater job. Okay. They're very organized. Very now, organized. Can you see the grub damage itself? Like, will that just kill off a section of, you know, like a little plot of your... Yeah, it'll take a whole section. But what, what I would do in this circumstance, and what I'm just... Our, our listeners can't see this. But basically, it looks like a lawn that had gone through a rough football game. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. So in this particular case, if you've got this activity happening on your landscape, you're going to come in here and peel some of this grass back and then take like a... Um, hand trowel or small tool and just start to gently scrape the dirt away. Yeah. Kind of like you're doing an archaeological dig. Okay. Okay. And you're doing it, slowly pull it back. And you know, those little, little, little C-shaped white little land shrimps will start to pop up at the top. Huh. And, and you'll find them at very distances. So if you get about six to eight per square foot, it's freak out time. Okay. Okay. When that's the kind of the threshold. You find maybe one or two a square foot, it's no big deal. Normal. But you'll find them at very depths, depending on where soil moisture is again. Okay. Because again, this is an animal that does not, ha- at this point in time of its stage, it's a larvae. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that hard shell around it to protect it from moisture loss. So it's in that soil cavity where there's a reasonable amount of moisture in that soil cavity keep itself hydrated enough to stay alive okay does that make sense it does just while i got you here because i'm, I'm where, where else lawn. am i gonna go I, <laughs> um lawn care for this time of year we aerated and seeded i've been watering to obviously help the grass the new grass grow uh what else do i need to do fertility 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 okay um we talked a lot about that today here in the morning in the first hour of garden talk 
September is the is the key month to get get fertility into the soil. Okay. Um, one of the things that we see a lot is winter kill. In the last, I think, the last decade, more winter kill and turf than ever before in my career. I believe it's directly related to phosphorus deficiencies. The studies that come out of the universities kind of confirm that analysis. Most lawns are severely, severely deficient in phosphorus and potassium. I read three soil tests this week. Three people, both, all three have professional, quote-unquote, lawn care services. They are literally 1,000% below Wow. The adequate levels of phosphorus on three of the t- three of the three and were 50 percent below the normal levels for two for potassium. OK. And this is being professionally applied. Yeah. So one of the questions I asked the client, I asked, this is, have we done a soil test? No. Or can you get one of those? Is there a kit? Or? You basically want to, you know, you work with somebody who can read them. Part of the problem with okay. soil testing is is being able to read and do the analysis. That's what I do. Yeah, I get the, I collect it professionally. There's a protocol to collect it, send it to the lab through a protocol. The lab spits back the data. I read the data and then I look at what's going on because okay. this is where it gets tricky. You've got 17 essential now, 17, 19 essential elements that affect plants. Too much of one thing counteracts another one. And I have a, this is a real big issue with trees and plants, mm-hmm. trees and shrubs. If you increase too much of one, you actually counteract two or three below. Hmm. So in my office, I got this big chart <laughs> that's got a periodic table of plants. And then I've got each one, which one is, is counteractive, which one is, creates more of one. And so I'm always looking at that when I'm doing the analysis because it's, it's somewhat complicated. And with fertility, it is one of the most key essential ways that you can make a plant healthy or kill it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks don't do their homework. And, 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 and rightfully so, it's, it takes a little bit of brain power yeah, to figure this out. Yeah. I love doing it. I just I love to do the analysis of it. But that's just because I'm a geek. I like taking care of my lawn, too. I mean, yeah. that's what dads do. Phosphorus, <laughs> phosphorus and nitrogen and, and potassium this month is really key. If you, okay. could do, if you didn't, Even if you didn't do a soil test, mm-hmm. apply a starter fertilizer right now. If my lawn looks healthy, should I believe my lawn? No. Okay. And that's where um, I'm doing a lot of work now with what they call um, spectral reflectivity. Okay. Which is basically when plants get light, they generate light back out. Okay. And in agriculture for years, they've done, um, they, they, they can take photographs of fields and they can literally tell you which part of the field is the most productive by the amount of reflective red light. And there's different frequencies of red light. Yeah. We're doing a lot with trees now. So one of the things that, that you can do is you can actually buy these reflective glasses and wear them. And I, for years, I've walked on landscapes and I could tell if your plants are healthy or not, but just yeah. by, by what keys into my brain with what I've seen in other circumstances, but these glasses are, are, are next level makes it obvious. Oh my gosh. It's, 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 it's stunning screaming at you. <laughs> but, but the point is plants tell us by the way that they reflect light back out. Huh? And, uh, and a lot of people have this thought process is that, uh, if I fertilize my grass or fertilize my shrubs, I'll make them grow too much. Mm-hmm. The reality is if they don't grow, they die. Mm. Okay. If they don't grow, they don't make carbohydrates. If they don't make carbohydrates, they don't have the energy supply to fight off diseases and insects. And most importantly, be healthy and be able to live another year. Mm-hmm. You know, carbohydrates are the energy fund of plants. Right. You, know, you and I, if we want to eat, we grow our own garden, harvest our own product, go to the grocery store, go to the drive-thru, okay? Mm-hmm. We can't make, we can't put our arms out in the air and make, and make and make carbohydrates yep. like a tree can or like a shrub or a lawn can. And to make carbohydrates, you've got to have the 17 essential nutrients in place in those leaves so that the chloroplasts inside the leaves can conduct and make energy through photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. But if you're missing part of the recipe for the cake, the cake tastes like crap. Okay? 
That's a good analogy. So that's that's my twenty two cents worth. <laughs> Almost a dollar. <laughs> Probably worth a dollar. Yeah, exactly. So long term, no rain. Uh maybe a sprinkle Sunday night into Monday, but not enough to matter. Okay, folks, you're Jesse. It's time to turn Dry. on the water. Yeah. Do not doubt me on this. If you doubt me on this, if you don't water, you're setting your plants up for serious decline issues. And it will be warm too. So. Yep. So the evapotranspiration levels are going to be. High. The beauty though is our nighttime temps are low. Yeah, not too bad. Which means that we can water just about any time of the day we want with any fear of uh, disease issues. So cool. And that's kind of the good the good news in all of this. Yeah. Well, in that case, the best days to water would be today and tomorrow then, because we'll be in the fifties, like we are we are now for most places, still in the fifties and tomorrow as well. Outstanding, Jesse. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you too. Thank you for your analysis as always, and um, watch out for the skunks. And watch <laughs> out, an and you don't want to run into a skunk. Right. I'll stay inside. For they that. they pretty much wander around and bump into things. So. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Mark. <laughs> Take care, my friend. When we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast, and we'll talk to our callers at 457-1290 on Dayton's News and Talk, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. What does your office say about you? Your desk and office chair give the impression of success, but that worn-out plastic mat doesn't measure up. Get the look you deserve with a glass chair mat by Vitraza. I'm George Pardo, president of Vitraza. Our glass chair mats are ultra-stylish. They're made of specially coated crystal-clear glass with curved corners and a mini bevel. Vitraza glass chair mats are super strong, too. They never dent, so you'll roll with a smooth, easy glide. Give us a look at Vitraza. That's V as in Victor, I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A.com. We stock 12 popular glass chair mat sizes and ship to your home or office free. Plus, save 10% with promo code LOOK. The look of success is clear. The look is a Vitraza glass chair mat. Here's our website again, V-I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A.com. Use code LOOK to get 10% off. Vitraza.com. Stockslagers is our name. Mom's the word. The plant that says fall is chrysanthemum. And Stockslagers Greenhouse and Garden Center has a large selection, including bushel basket size Belgium mums. Plant mums now so you can enjoy this. Vivid fall color until hard frost. And it's time to plant your fall bulbs for spring tulips and daffodils. We're just one mile west of New Lebanon on US 35. And remember, mum's the word. Chrysanthemums. Get yours now. Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help? Can you help me with spring cleaning, even if it's not springtime? Sure, we can do that. We bring the springtime with us. Are you willing to come after dark? We work until midnight, seven days a week. How much lead time do I need to give you? We can be there in 90 minutes. (laughs) You can't imagine how happy this is going to make my wife. It makes us happy, too. Happy, happy. Happy, happy. When you want to give happiness, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Happy, happy. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Come celebrate the 40th year of the All Trains Flea Market in Greenville. Sunday, September 15th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Dark County Fairgrounds. See a photo history display of trains and trolleys. Huge model train layouts from Crossroads Railroad Club and Dayton and Track. Plus, new and used trains at all scales along with power supplies, track, scenery, modeling tools, and much, much more for sale. Admission just $5. Kids under 12 free with paying adult. The All Trains Flea Market, Sunday, September 15th, Dark County fairgrounds oh no my fridge is on the fritz my washer is wounded 
My range is acting strange. We've heard it all. And before you think you have to buy brand new, call us at A to Z Appliance Service. Hi, this is Nate, and my team of factory-trained, certified techs are experts at restoring your appliance to working condition. Check out our customer reviews at A to Z onecom So when a broken appliance has disrupted your life, call A to Z Appliance Service. We offer a one-year warranty on service, parts, and labor. Thank you, A to Z. Need a U.S. passport? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Foley, your Montgomery County Clerk of Courts. Visit one of our convenient auto title locations in Huber Heights, Clayton, Downtown, Moraine, and Centerville. Make us your first destination before you travel abroad. No appointments ever needed. We do passports.com for more info. Do you remember this classic WHIO radio voice? Boulam at that time was the sound of date as far as I was concerned. Listen to Nostalgia Week starting Sunday here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. A cool start to the morning with temperatures in the upper 50s, mostly clear and mostly sunny throughout the day. Low humidity, very nice weather with a high up to 80 degrees, comfortable into the evening and overnight hours, and we'll drop into the 50s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. We've got uh, 61 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. This is 1290 and 95.7 WHAO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Said to the telephone lines, Don, good morning, and uh, welcome to uh, Garden Talk with Mark Weber. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, do, do you, oh, just a minute. Do you uh, raise Brussels sprouts? Uh, I know Brussels sprouts. I've grown Brussels sprouts, and I've eaten Brussels sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I took, uh, we've replanted six plants uh, this year, and uh, I just wondered how to harvest them. Okay. That, uh, first of all, that's a question. Did you strip them? That's a good question. No. Okay, we need to I strip. Just saw a picture. Yeah, yeah, we need to strip, meaning as each one of those little buds form on the stalk, you need to pull the leaf off, and we pick we about the size of a marble. Second of all, when they get up about four to five feet in height, pinch out the top of the plant, and that will trigger these little marbles to get gigundous. And uh, tell you what, I'm going to put you on hold. I'll come right back after a little few minutes, and we'll talk more Brussels sprouts on Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this weekend. We are keeping our eyes on uh, the situation on I-70. Got an update for that coming up. Plus, a verdict is delivered in the Brooks Schuyler Richardson trial. And three Dayton juveniles probably didn't get what they were bargaining for when they tried to snatch off someone's purse, uh, porch. If you're wondering whether or not to water your lawn, I'll have the answer. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. WHIO triple team traffic keeping our eyes on that situation on I-70 eastbound near State Route 72. Crews still working to get that semi that went over on its side back on its top so they can move that vehicle. That isn't really hampering traffic much. The right lane is closed in that area. We're not seeing any other accidents or slowdowns out there. And it is our top story, the jury, speaking in the ongoing case of Brooke Schuyler Richardson. The Carlisle mother on trial for the death and burial of her newborn baby will not be doing hard time. This after a jury acquitted her on charges including aggravated murder and involuntary manslaughter. WHIO's Molly Kowick has team coverage. Instead, she'll spend three years on probation for abusing her newborn daughter's body following her death. Richardson was facing up to six months in jail during sentencing. 
She apologized for her actions. Richardson was found guilty of gross abuse of a corpse. A judge says she could face up to 12 months in prison if she violates her probation. Well, police are looking for as many as four people who ran after crashing a sports car into the garage of a home on the 1800 block of South Wittenberg Avenue in Springfield. The car, described as the Toyota Scion, may have been speeding away from another collision several blocks away when the driver lost control and hit the garage near West John Street. The people who ran were described as Hispanic, according to the police. Well, that's WHIO's Kurt Russell with team coverage. We will update this developing report as we learn more. Well, in Dayton, three juvenile porch pirates stole packages from a woman's front porch, but it may not have been what they were hoping for. The packages taken from the house on Angler Drive didn't contain electronics or high-valued items, but according to the woman who lives there, were three weeks worth of cat food. Cops say the total value is about $50. The woman says she caught the incident on her security cameras. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. A cool start to the morning with temperatures in the upper 50s, mostly clear and mostly sunny throughout the day. Low humidity, very nice weather with a high up to 80 degrees, comfortable into the evening and overnight hours, and will drop into the 50s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows there's some cloud cover moving its way into the area primarily east of Dayton at this time. It's what we're seeing on our radar, but from our studio on South Main Street, seeing a beautiful sunrise happening. 55 degrees in Troy, got 59 in Springfield, 61 here in Dayton at 733. With news on the hour, the half and instantly when it breaks, I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Depend on When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Did you know Brown's Nursery's annual stock reduction auction is on Saturday, September 14th? You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on high-quality nursery stock, trees, and shrubs. The auction starts at 7.19 a.m. and we'll have three auction rings running all day long. You can jump in at any time. Brown's Nursery, located a half mile north of Phillipsburg on State Route 49, four miles north of I-70, take exit 24. Go to brownsnursery.com for more details. That's brownsnursery.com. Did you know Brown's Nursery's annual stock reduction auction is on Saturday, September 14th? You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on high-quality nursery stock, trees, and shrubs. The auction starts at 7.19 a.m. and we'll have three auction rings running all day long. You can jump in at any time. Brown's Nursery, located a half mile north of Phillipsburg on State Route 49, four miles north of I-70, take exit 24. Go to brownsnursery.com for more details. That's brownsnursery.com. Why Greater Dayton Surgery Center? I would recommend Greater Dayton uh, Surgery Center because I didn't have to stay there for two or three days. I was able to go home right after surgery and that was very important to me. Five months after the knee replacement, I was able to play in a tennis tournament and I won. Greater Dayton Surgery Center is Dayton's only outpatient surgical center offering same-day joint replacement and spinal surgical procedures. Call 937-535-2200 or visit DaytonSurgeryCenter.com. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, good morning, sir. A little dry out there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, all spring long, it rain, 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 and you, you, I guess you, you knew this was coming, but... Uh, I don't see, and you've been talking about it with uh, Mr. Mag there. It, nothing, nothing in the, in the way of rain is even in the forecast uh, for the long range. So it is very, very dry, and our lawns are getting crunchy if you're not watering. And you know, Randy, I, 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 I talked a lot the first hour of Garden Talk today about about September. And how September is a really key month in, in the health and the longevity of your lawn. I I was listening to uh, the podcast thing that the, the turf gurus from Ohio State do. They're on the 
the Vimo thing from the Hot yeah. Truck Foundation. And, and it was a really good analogy that they talked about, you know, w- winter hardiness with turf grass related to phosphorus deficiencies. Yep. And, and they, you know, they all concurred in their analysis that, you know, September was the, the month to apply fertilizer. It was the month to sow grass seed. It was the month to, to do lawn renovations. And it was the month to think about long season weed control. And at the end of the analysis, it was all like, none of your customers will let you do it. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. You know, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, I've been on the radio for you know 29 years. We talk about this every year in September, and we I go out on people's properties, and it's like it, it gets me how they're like the ostrich with their head in the sand. They got their butt up in the air and their head in the sand, and God, they don't know what's coming at them because they're not going to have much left if they don't do these things right now. No, but it gets a little discouraging when it's 95 degrees every day and drier in the bone and. Uh... Uh, no, uh, no, no, no change in temperatures. No, uh, no weather. No rain in sight. It gets a little, a little discouraging. I can sort of understand why people uh, sort of stick their head in the sand. Maybe I do that every once in a while too, Mark. But uh, the reality is, is we're running out of time to repair your yard. We've only got the month of September and October to to have any effect on the lawn. Once we get into November, all the rain we get, all the fertilizer we apply to the lawn, all the things we do to the lawn aren't really going to change that plant because that, that plant is going to start going into dormancy for the winter. And, and so we've only got another maybe six weeks to have any kind of an effect on repairing your lawn. And you're going to have to get to it now if you want to do it. Um, Randy, let's kind of talk just briefly on grass seeding and why it's going to be so I, the other thing that I'm seeing is, as people that have so grass seed, they're angry because they say the seed the seed is not right, it's not germinating, and we go out and look at it, and one, they're not watering enough, and I and I can't say this enough, watering enough is the key here. I, I you may in weather like this may have to water four times a day, at least to get that soil wet enough for it to work. Yeah, it it it's just tough. To, to grow grass when it's in the 90-degree temperatures. I mean, it, it just, it's just tough to get enough water on it. And you're exactly right, Mark. When you're, when you're planting grass seed, you throw your traditional watering rules out the window, and, uh, and you do need to give that, uh, that, that, that little tiny grass seed a drink uh, uh, periodically throughout the day to keep it moist. You don't want that grass seed living in a puddle of water. Uh, you don't want to drown it. But... but if you water it, just like you say, three or four times a day with our, or with our really, really hot soils, you're going to get grass seed to just fly out of the ground. Uh, turf-type tall fescue should germinate in oh, four or five days, and bluegrasses should germinate maybe in a week or less. So, uh, uh, but watering is the key. And, of course, if you don't water at all, that grass seed is going to be fine. It's going to just sit there and wait for rain it just depends on when that rain's going to come and uh and i guess rain always does come i keep i keep having to remind myself <laughs> it, it it will come my my father always always said that he guarantees me it will rain someday and uh, he was never wrong but sometimes i start wondering <laughs> Mr. Tisher, as always, we appreciate your thoughts and your analysis because you're always usually key on everything. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. And uh, and I will, like you, I am making it rain it rain at my place. So, but I can't wait to now. I get to see you on TV. I can watch you all uh, all three hours and look at your smiling face. I just can't wait for that. Mark, minus that minus the hair. I have yeah. no hair. I really well, you're don't. Gonna have to start, you're going to have to start dressing up. and. Uh, well, I, uh, yeah. I, 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 instead of wearing a T-shirt, I wear a nice shirt now. Because you can yeah, always see well, from the chest go. down. <laughs> you can still take your shoes off. Nobody will know about that. But you gotta, you got to dress up from the waist up. you got to look good. Yeah, you remember those days when I take my shoes off. <laughs> Uh, you know, on radio, usually you get by with that. Now you're you're not on radio anymore. You're on TV. I know. i got to behave myself. It's a terrible thing. That's <laughs> going to be impossible, Mark. Randy, as always, thank you and take good care, okay? All right. I'll talk to you next week. Maybe we'll talk about rain. Huh? What do you think?
Uh, we'll, we'll hope and pray. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next week. And pray and hope. <laughs> there you go. That's not what I'm doing. Doing a rain dance. Take care, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 7-12-90. A reminder, in a few uh, next hour, we're going to do What Plan I Am with a $25 gift card at stake. Let's continue our conversation with don don you want to grow brussels sprouts right don are you there <laughs> don must have went out to pinch his brussels sprouts let's head to the telephone lines once again let's talk to david david good morning good morning how are you i'm well david how can we help i planted uh, uh five big oak trees this spring and of course we've been on a pretty good uh, watering campaign and uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Are, are you on a speakerphone, David? My happenstance. Well, I'm on a phone. Okay, we'll try. You you planted some oak trees. How big were the oak trees you planted, David? Uh, three of them were about uh, three inches diameter, and two of them were six inches. And they're not doing well. I would take it from that. They're they're doing fine right now. Okay. Uh, um, I've been watering them all all summer, particularly here. The you know why it's been rural hot. But uh, is is there a time that I need to put any kind of fertilizer on these trees? Um, David, first of all, I would recommend um, is the area that where the trees pl- were planted was is it been mulched? Uh, no. Well, I just put just a little bit around the top. Okay. First of all, there should be no and, and listen to me very carefully, David. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want absolutely zero mulch. Anywhere from 12 to 18 inches from the base of the tree out. I'll okay. Say, say that again. You want zero, no, nada, no mulch from the base of the trunk out 12 to 18 inches. And at that point, then I want you to mulch that entire area from 12 to 18 inches from the radius from the base of the trunk. And I want you to mulch that whole area out about two to three feet past where the outer drip line of those trees are at. And why why we do that, David, is that we create a more inducive environment for root development. And it also removes the competition. Um, And let me explain a couple things to you, if that's okay, David. Yes. David, uh, a guy named Watson, and he um, is at the Morton Arboretum in in, um, in Illinois, which is an area outside of Chicago, um, did a really interesting study back in the 90s and early 2000s where he had sugar maple trees, and he planted sugar maple trees in a sod culture where we're growing them in sod, and then he grew sugar, ma- sugar maples in areas without sod, which was basically bare soil. And then he grew sugar maples where they were, they were put in mulch, okay? And they were planted in, in, in mulch surrounded the root system. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. So he came and he grew the sugar maples, and I think he grew them for four or five years, and I may be off with the years. But needless to say, after that time period, then he dug the trees up, <laughs> okay? And he weighed the root systems of the three replicated trials. The one one growth grown with sod completely up against their trunks, one grown without sod and completely bare soil, and one with mulch. And David, would it surprise you to tell you that the ones that were grown without mulch, without soil, and no sod whatsoever, had double to triple the number of roots than the ones grown in a sod culture. Yeah, that, uh, that is amazing there. So think about it this way, David. If you and I would take a walk in the woods today, would we find Kentucky bluegrass or turf-type tall fescue thriving in a wooded, a healthy wooded forest? No, we would find no grass. Right. And so 
the bottom line is for those oaks to become established and to do really well, um, they're going to need um, a culture without grass. Okay, the only problem or, or the only issue I have is you say go out to the drip line, but those things are probably 15 foot in diameter right now. Yep, and that's how far. I want you to go two feet past that, David. So I'll have a 20-foot ring around these trees? Yep. (laughs) And the bottom line is, David, if you do it, you're going to build a giant healthy root system. You're going to conserve moisture during dry periods like we're having right now. You're going to make a bigger tree quicker, and you're also going to allow it to respond. This is the challenge you got, David. You got three-inch trees, right? The small ones are three inches. Well, how much are the bigger ones? They're six inches. Six inches? Yeah. Holy cow. Okay, so I'm going to give you a number that you're going to freak out about when I tell you this. They didn't tell you this when they sold you the trees. But for every year of a tree, every inch of diameter, it's typically 18 months to get that tree reasonably established into the soil. So so a a 3-inch tree takes about 54 months divided by 12. It's four and a half years before that tree is really going to start to grow. It's going to take it four and a half years, David, for it to rebuild the root system that was lost when it was transplanted. And one of the we- reasons we do the mulching like I described is to replace that root system that was destroyed in the process of digging. You said, what was the bigger one? What was the biggest one they planted you? Six inches. I, I, I did all the planting myself. Okay, six times 1.6 times, let's say six times 18 is 108 months. 108 months divided by 12 is nine years. Nine years, David. <laughs> And this is where the challenge is, David. If that tree does not grow back that root system, that tree is going to be more susceptible to bores. It's going to be more susceptible to decline and certain death. It's all about roots, David. All about roots. So, you know, I know it may not be what you want it to be, but I'm trying to tell you from an arboricultural standpoint, what it takes to grow a tree. The other thing, David, that I would strongly look at is possibly treating these trees with some type of systemic insecticide to protect them against bores. Trees of this diameter are going to be highly, highly susceptible to bore attack because of the amount of roots that were cut off. And, okay. And, and, and you may also, David, want to work with a certified arborist with a care program to get you through this period of time. What, what you're doing, David, is a, what I would call a statistically, statistically um, risky um, tree proposition. Um, I can tell you on, on paper, I could probably grow you just as big of oak with a small oak planted than I can planting a big oak like this. You may not want to hear that, but I can show you the data on that too. But you've, you've spent the money, you've got the trees, I'm trying to guide you down the road here so that you can keep these trees. But, you know. I did. Fortunately, I didn't have to spend very much for the trees. Okay. But, David, the point being, though, is if you want them to make it, okay, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of inputs to make them make it. And if you, if you, and if you, make, if you make one hiccup of a mistake related to watering and mulching practices, um, it may slow down the process and make these trees more vulnerable. This is a this is the tightrope act you're on, David. A real tightrope. Management matters in this particular thing. So work with an I. I want you to work with an ISA certified arborist. You can find yours at two different website trees four number four Ohio dot org or treesaregood.org. 
you want to work with an ISA, International Society of Aboriculture Certified Arborists. We're trained to understand how to, how to advise clientele on how to manage and establish trees. This is a serious business. I commend you for planting, but I am very concerned with these diameter trees on how you're going to get them, get them, through, the, get them through the finish line where they've got a, a reasonably established root system. Well, there was a massive uh, uh, root ball on these trees. I understand, David, dug. but I understand that. But I'm trying to say respectfully, it's probably about 70 to 80 percent of it was cut off when it was harvested, and that's the part where we're trying to rebuild it. it it's it's a giant. You got a giant leap, so to speak. Sound like um, Neil Armstrong here, but you got a giant leap to get these three trees through the place so they become self-sufficient. Fertility, and your question about fertility, a couple thoughts. Number one, nitrogen kills trees. Too much of it will kill a tree. Most trees recycle 70 to 80% of their own nitrogen each and every year. The only way that we fertilize, David, is if we have a soil test, and in your particular case, I would recommend a leaf test where we actually collect part of the tree, send it to a lab to tell us what's inside the tree, and fertilize based off of a soil test and a leaf test is the only way we would fertilize those trees. Because if you over-fertilize them, you'll hurt them. If you under-fertilize them, you're not going to give them enough to do the job. David, I must go, but thank you for your call. And please, we're with the Certified Arborist. More Garden Talk will continue after these messages here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIAO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. If this summer left your lawn in bad shape, now is the time to do something about it. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, here to tell you that September is one of the best months of the entire year to improve your lawn with Green Velvet Grass Seed. Don't put it off. If you want your Green Velvet Grass Seed to survive the winter, you really need to get your grass seed planted now. And don't forget to feed the baby with Green Velvet's special grass seed starter fertilizer. Of course, if you can't get your grass seed planted this month, Green Velvet's Instant Lawn Kentucky Bluegrass and Turf-Type Tall Fescue Sod can be installed anytime. Just lay it out today and enjoy it tomorrow. It's that easy. Let our team of turf professionals be your one source for expert knowledge and advice. Stay in the know on our entire line of turf products at our website, greenvelvet.com. Trust Green Velvet, a locally grown, family-owned company celebrating our 60th year in business. Remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. An effective defense often hinges on sophisticated strategies, strategies relating to income tax projections, business valuations, spousal support claims. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. The attorneys at Cordell & Cordell work to help men protect their financial interests. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Dayton area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 937-887-0000, online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in Beaver Creek, Cordell & Cordell. 2689 Commons Boulevard, Suite 100, Beaver Creek, Ohio, 45431. I'm finally getting Tom that beautiful timepiece he secretly wanted for years. But this is a special purchase, and I need a jeweler I can trust. For generations, exquisite brands like Rolex, Patek Philippe, Omega, and others have trusted James Free Jewelers. These brands select only the finest jewelers, ranked highest by industry standards, and recognized for their honesty and superior customer service. Experience excellence you can trust at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering. And visit us online at jamesfree.com. Wild Birds Unlimited. 
Ever wonder where the birds go in the winter? While many birds migrate south this time of year, many of our favorite birds such as cardinals stay put all winter long. Keep a reliable source of food and water available. You may see fewer birds at your feeders now as natural resources are plentiful, but they're watching your feeders to determine if food will be there when they need it this winter. And you'll help migrating birds make their long journey too. Stop in and learn more at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. When you hear these tones, you know the WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. This means important weather updates every 15 minutes or sooner. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, everybody. It's 7.56, about four minutes before we reach the grand hour of uh, 7 o'clock. Excuse me, 8 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. A cool start to the morning with temperatures in the upper 50s, mostly clear and mostly sunny throughout the day. Low humidity, very nice weather with a high up to 80 degrees. Comfortable into the evening and overnight hours and will drop into the 50s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows um, clearing skies. We've got a gorgeous sunrise on top. It's 61 here at the station on the station that uh, you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at uh, the good old hour of uh, 6 a.m. And uh, next hour of Garden Talk, we are going to have a whole bunch of fun. We are going to do What Plan I Am, which is your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Knollwood because they're gardeners like you and I. Plus, uh, we'll be taking lots of your phone calls. Stick around because next hour we're going to talk about the perils. Yes, the perils of topping a tree. And uh, how that uh, proper tree care is really based on proper on science and what uh, research tells us the best way to take care of trees. And we're going to talk about great specificity in the next hour of Garden Talk about why you don't want to top your tree and more so why you want to work with ISA certified arborists. All of that coming up in the next hour of Garden Talk. Well, that'll wrap it up for hour number two of this morning's legendary broadcast off to the Garden Talk archives. And uh, I believe by next week or so, you'll be able to watch Garden Talk live, uh, recorded version on the WHIO app. I'll let you know more about that when I hear more information from the station. And during the week, you can always reach out to me at uh, WeberLandscaping.com. And of course, Weber is spelled with two Bs. And my phone number at my office is area code 937-835-3381. And uh, stand by. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.